Tom Allen has named a starting quarterback for the IU football team, but when are we going to find out who that is? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Wednesday, August 24th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen each and every single day. No recruiting show today because there isn't much in uh, the way of basketball recruiting news right now. We'll see if we can get Jason back on next week if there's enough to talk about. Instead, IU Football has named a starting quarterback. Tom Allen announced that at his press conference on Tuesday, his Zoom media availability uh, said that the team has named a quarterback, a starting one, uh, that the players have been informed uh, and that the decision has been made, but he isn't telling the public. This, I mean, for anyone that's kind of been following along, paying attention, not a surprise. He's made it very clear throughout this whole process. The public was not going to find out who the quarterback was until kickoff versus Illinois. Barring something leaking out or if the loser enters the transfer, if one of these guys enters the transfer portal, Connor Bazelak, Jack Tuttle, then we'll know the other one is clearly the starter. Short of that. We're not going to find out ourselves until kickoff, but the starter has been named. Uh, on Monday's show, we talked that Tom Allen said following last Friday's scrimmage, uh, they were expecting to name the starter, look over the tapes for a few days. So that timeline held true. There is a starter. Right now, we don't know who it is. Eventually, we'll know. Uh, that could happen anytime between now and next Friday evening when IU kicks off against Illinois. There were some other interesting tidbits from that press conference for Allen. Illinois actually plays this week against Wyoming. Tom Allen said he he and his staff will watch that game together this weekend. Quote, we're going to we're going to see if what we've been working on is on point or if they're going to need to be some adjustments. Uh, this week is where they they've begun preparing for Illinois this week. Uh, so they'll watch that game on the weekend, get a sense of whether they've been right or wrong in some of their preparations, readjust, and further prepare for Illinois next week as well. He gave a very interesting, poignant uh, quote on the direction of the program. It's very simple. He, he said, 2022 is going to show you what was the outlier was it 2020 where IU went uh, almost, they almost made the Big Ten title game? They should have made the Big Ten title game. Obviously, had that magical season. Or was it last year when IU went 2 and 10? One of those is going to be the outlier. Uh, and this year is going to determine that. I don't know if it's as simplistic as that. Because, for example, if IU goes 6 and 6, then I don't know that that really determines which one of those was the outlier. Uh, but. I understand what he's getting at. Uh, this is kind of a prove it year to determine whether the program really is on an upward trajectory 
or whether uh, that was just a flash in the pan in 2020 and IU football is still stuck in a rut that probably will never get out of at that point. A lot of talk about the wide receivers. Allen named a lot of guys he anticipates are going to or have stood out and kind of if you read between the lines are probably going to see some action this season. DJ Matthews, obviously the first name he mentioned. Cam Camper sounds like he has has had a uh, strong, uh, I was going to say preseason, fall camp, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he has, from a couple different people, it sounds like he's played really well. Um, Emery Simmons, Donovan McCauley, Anderson Kobe, Malachi Holt-Bennett, all players that uh, Tom Allen singled out. The last one he talked about was Omar Cooper, true freshman out of Indianapolis. He said uh, he's among the guys that are likely going to have roles. Uh, ultimately, Tom Allen said somewhere around maybe even eight or nine wide receivers are going to play regularly this year. So it's very much a by committee. We'll see if guys start to stand out and get more um, get more playing time. But it sounds like right now they're going to start with about eight or nine guys uh, playing. So on Cooper, as I was saying, Tom Allen had a very strong quote, uh, quote, I'll tell you what, Omar Cooper is going to be really, really special. He's still young and he's got to figure it all out, but you can see his potential. Those are some strong words, uh, especially if you're a true freshman seeing time on the field. I know this IU wide receiver position is pretty shallow for being honest and, uh, there is more, there's a clear avenue for a true freshman to get playing time. But even then, if you're a true freshman making an impact in a skill position like that as a true freshman in the Big Ten, I think I said true freshman about four times there, uh, you're talented. So I'm excited to see what Omar Cooper is going to do with the Hoosiers this season. One other note. Uh, tangentially related to IU football, Michael Penix was named the starting quarterback at Washington by Kalen DeBoer. Uh, he went in there with, went into fall camp needing to win a QB race basically, or QB battle. Uh, but it was, it sounds like it was a three QB race. Um, Penix wins it. I'm honestly really excited to see him play. I think I speak for all IU fans uh, that there's nothing but excitement there. I'm ready for Pac-12 after dark. I'm ready to adopt Washington as my Pac-12 after dark team and watch what they're able to do this season. So happy for Michael, happy for Kalen DeBoer. Hope those two are able to recreate the magic that they have had in the past Let's switch on over to IU basketball. Some recruiting news as IU has offered another 2024 prospect. We'll find out who it is, what type of player they are here in a moment. First, though, I, I want you guys to picture this scenario. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. Few becomes too many, and as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. You can make it home, okay? It's really no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Is your insurance going to go up or you lose your license, you lose your job, 
you total your car, you kill somebody. Listen, everyone knows the risks of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. Uber is a thing, guys. Uber, Lyft. In 2022, there's absolutely no reason for you to get behind the wheel uh, if you're under the influence. None at all. You guys can call. It's on. Your, you don't even have to call. It's on your phone. Tap a few buttons and you have a ride. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. The Ultimate College Football Preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. IU basketball is uh, seems to have, have really shifted their focus to the class of 2024. They're obviously still going after Arrington Page in the 2023 class. That seems like it's it. Everything else is directed toward the 2024 class. They'll probably wait until the spring, see if something happens with the 2023 class, like it did with Malik Renault, where a coaching change leads to a decommitment, leads to IU jumping in there and potentially nabbing a recruit that way. But outside of that, it seems like it's Arrington Page or Bus kind of for the fall. So they have offered a 2024 forward, another one. They're really focusing there. Uh, Dink Pate is the name of this prospect, a four-star recruit uh, listed at 6'7", described as a shooter, a really good shooter. Uh, He's ranked number 32 by 247 Sports in the class. Uh, so clearly a very talented player. If you're six seven and your uh, best skill set is shooting, that everybody's going to want that. You're going to be able to get your shot off over anybody, so that's going to be a desired prospect uh, with a desired skill set. Everybody wants shooting. You can never have enough shooting. Uh, this is from 247 Sports National Analyst Eric Bossy uh, on Pate during a a game he watched this past summer. Uh, Quote, he put up 30-plus during the game I watched and did so in a variety of ways, making deep jumpers, pull-ups, and finishing above the rim and getting on the offensive glass. He also showed off the ability to handle and pass the ball at a pretty high level for a kid his size. While Pate can be awesome at times, watching him can also be a bit of a wild ride because he is inconsistent and a little wild at times. For instance, he'll be getting to the basket at will, but will randomly shoot a turnaround 23-footer or throw the ball all over the place. Uh, At the time, they had him number 43 in the class of 2024, so he's risen this summer. Um, Bossy said on Saturday he looked like he could be ranked much higher than that, but at other times has looked like that ranking could be on the high side. Uh, It's going to be all about consistency for him moving forward. So high ceiling, high or high ceiling, low floor seems like the type of prospect we're working with. But just uh, his kind of mo, his archetype is clearly something Tom Allen really wants, and clearly what this program is targeting 
are these players that can play multiple positions, these wings that can handle the ball. Uh, you look at a TJ Power that IU went after, a Jamie Kaiser who was more of a shooter but still a big shooter. These are the types of guys Tom or excuse me not Tom Allen, Mike Woodson wants to get into uh, the program. Him and his staff want to get into this program. Uh, it makes sense. I mean, we've we've and I've mentioned this many times. You've heard a number of recruits say that uh, Mike Woodson doesn't really treat it as point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Uh, it's just kind of a fluid offense, a fluid system. Uh, you've heard Jason Jordan talk about that's how coaches are approaching things now on. They want five guys that can get the ball off the glass and go. And that seems to be the type of skill set Pate could have, either getting it off the glass and going or uh, running down the court, spotting up on the wing or in the corner uh, during those fast break opportunities. So you can see why Mike Woodson would be interested in him. This is a lot of guys they're targeting this 2024 class. And I talked about it with Jason Jordan. Uh, again, I, I recommend listening to all the podcasts we've done uh, because at least uh, parts of that those podcasts have been kind of evergreen. Uh, and there's parts of them, whether we're talking about the 2023 class, whether we're talking about the 2022 class, Jalen hood Shafino and Malik Renault, uh, every one of those you guys can go back and listen to. They aren't dated really that much. But he and I have talked about how that's what uh, that's what coaches want is those types of guys who uh, can do a little bit of everything. That's particularly as we've seen what Mike Woodson wants. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how how this one plays out. IU is clearly laying the groundwork now for this 2024 class. It really seems like. They missed the boat on a lot of 2023 recruits because that foundation wasn't laid uh, with Archie, with the staff he had in place. Uh, and for the 2023 class, those types of relationships ended up mattering, maybe more than normal, or maybe that's the new norm. But either way, the result was, are you missing out on a lot of guys, as we saw? So, um it seems they've learned those lessons and are, are adapting and diving into the 2024 class to try to build those relationships now. So we'll see if it pays off. Could be a really intriguing recruiting class uh, based on the guys IU is offering, the types of players, and uh, paints a pretty fun picture for what IU basketball could look like in the future with these types of players that are just all tall, athletic, uh, versatile players that can play a number of positions uh, allows you to put a lot of different lineups on the floor. So exciting, fun to think of all those possibilities. Some more IU basketball news on Xavier Johnson as well as an update on when this IU-Arizona game we're all looking forward to is going to be played. We'll dive into both those shortly. Thanks to all of you that have subscribed over at Locked on Hoosiers on YouTube. Constantly growing. Huge audience over there. Want all you guys to join us. So go subscribe real quick. Uh, helps us out. 
when you uh, when you listen over there, we want to eventually get to a thousand subscribers. We're not quite halfway there, but if each one of you listening can go subscribe, uh, it will help us out immensely. Xavier Johnson, obviously, early in the offseason, had the incident with uh, the police and law enforcement where he was uh, charged with, uh, I, specifically, I don't recall, it, it was speeding, uh, just a really silly mistake he made, a bad mistake, silly might not be the best word, a bad mistake, but ultimately, uh, on Tuesday, uh, he pled guilty to reckless driving, a Class C misdemeanor. His uh, sentence was 60 days uh, suspended sentence, 360 days of unsupervised probation, 50 hours of community service. Uh, He tweeted this morning, assuming he tweeted this kind of after all this, uh, quote, super locked in now, no more distractions. It's the end of this story, if we're being honest. I thought at the time some of the overreactions were a little silly. um, And it ultimately didn't end up being that serious of a violation, clearly, based on the punishment. It, I mean, he deserved something. He deserved a slap on the wrist. Because, as I said, it was a a pretty bad mistake. Um, Driving as fast as he was, not stopping, trying to switch seats, all that stuff. So, uh, I... I think the punishment fits the crime uh, on this one, but that's it. I think this needs to, this is the last of it. Let's kind of move on from it. Hope that he learned from his mistake and we're able to, to head into the season with no more distractions from him because uh, he's going to be an important part of this team. No more silliness with missing curfew and causing half the team to, um, to miss the game against Northwestern, obviously, whatever happened there. So hopefully he's locked in, as he says. Hopefully there are no more distractions, as he says. We got some details on the Arizona IU game. Going to be an interesting, unique first for uh, this game, according to Fox, who is going to be televising it. The Arizona IU game is going to tip off at 4.30 p.m. Pacific, the game's obviously in Las Vegas, so that is 7.30 Eastern. Uh, it's going to be televised by Fox, uh, and according to them, it's going to mark the first East Coast primetime college basketball game ever televised by a broadcast network during the regular season. There are a lot of caveats in there, uh, but ultimately it means this is going to be a primetime college basketball regular season game. And that hasn't happened before by a non-ESPN, Big Ten Network type of team. CBS, NBC, Fox, ABC, uh, none of those stations have ever broadcast a primetime college basketball game. So Saturday, December 10th, you're going to have IU basketball on Fox on primetime. That's fun. Uh, it's going to lead to a big audience, I would imagine, and hopefully it's a strong performance by IU and uh, we're able to gain some fans and, and gain some recognition for this IU team. Uh, it would be nice if Trace had a huge game and a lot of people are watching and 
he starts to get a lot more national recognition. But regardless, I think this is really cool uh, to put this game on Fox like this, on a broadcast network primetime. It is really cool, even if the whole sentence is a mouthful. Uh, it's a fun experience and a, a fun first that IU gets to be a part of. And if it if it's successful, if it works, this could open the door for more of this in the future. We obviously know Fox is a part of the Big Ten media rights deal moving forward. Maybe this is a test run of how things could go and whether it works, and we'll see. Uh, but it, it it could be a lot of fun with this one, putting this on primetime. It's going to be a big game. We've talked about it. Uh, we talked about the IU basketball schedule, it being one of the toughest um, – in the Big Ten, I think when we did that podcast previously where we talked about where IU's schedule ranks, I misread the graphic. If you guys listened to that one, uh, I thought it was ranking non-conference games in the entire country. Uh, it was ranking non-conference games in the Big Ten. Uh, so, But still, if you want to go back and listen to that podcast, IU, UNC, IU, Arizona, IU Kansas are all still going to be top games in the country, let alone the Big Ten. Uh, and this game is going to be a really fun one to put on primetime. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Everyday host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Subscribe to that podcast if you guys have not already. Uh, wherever you're listening to us at, just head on over, click the subscribe button. If you can, leave a quick rating and review. If you want to follow us over on Twitter, you can get some updates. Uh, Tuesday's show, there is one. It just went up really late, uh, and we tweeted about that. I tweeted it uh, Tuesday morning, uh, roughly when the show would have went out anyway. So be sure you're following us over there so you can stay updated on that. Go listen to Tuesday's show if you missed it. But most importantly, guys, I hope everyone has a great Wednesday. Get over this hump day and make sure you LEO.